Hey, you. Hello there. You are tuning into Day to Night, a podcast that shines light on coursework details for different majors at the University of Central Florida. Today's episode continues our quest of the season to understand the undergraduate aerospace engineering major at UCF. We will be covering EGN 3343 thermodynamics in this episode. I personally really enjoy thermodynamics. You're getting your feet wet and understanding energy and some basic principles that describe heat and work. Let's get started. So far, we've covered statics and dynamics, all having to do with describing rigid body motion. Now we're gonna switch gears with thermodynamics. We've left the realm of forces in motion to study heat and energy and the relations between them. In thermodynamics, we're looking at a system and want to know how much work and energy are interacting in it. A lot of this course at UCF is dedicated to building up some fundamental principles of thermodynamics before you see its applications or context that it's used in. So let's divide the course into two branches to discuss, right? So first we're going to talk about fundamentals and the next is applications. Let's start with the fundamentals branch. Remember, the whole goal is to be able to understand the energy and work interaction in your system. We're trying to figure out a way to analyze it. So we need to have a way to classify our system. How do we do that? We use control systems and control volumes. It's a way to specify the zones where we want to analyze our work or energy interactions. There are some definitions you'll be establishing, such as property, state, process, and extensive and intensive properties. These are all just details to classify your energy work interaction better. Then you are introduced to energy and the first law of thermodynamics. What is the first law? Energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only change form. Now you're taking your first steps to defining that relationship between work and energy. Next, you'll be learning about properties of pure substances or substances that don't change in chemical composition. They can change in phase, but their chemical composition stays the same. How do we look at these substances? By evaluating their properties. This is where you get your first taste of thermodynamic tables. You're gonna look at properties such as pressure, specific volume, and temperature. And you'll also be tying in some phase diagrams. That's where it really gets important. It's just taking two properties like pressure and specific volume or temperature and specific volume and seeing at which points their properties make the substance turn into a liquid, liquid vapor, or just a vapor. You'll also get introduced to enthalpy and internal energy. But how do we start relating these things? Well, you'll be discussing how to look at properties and substances in your control volume. You're tying these two things together. Mass flow rate is really what's going to be the introductory topic into that realm. And then you're going to get into the second law of thermodynamics. Entropy of a system is always increasing. This is the amount of random or unpredictable behavior in your system. It's just another characteristic of energy. You can think of how ice melts. Your energy is being transferred from your ice cube to its surroundings. Here is where you define how your system is performing in terms of thermal efficiencies, coefficients of performance, and if it's reversible or not. Something to note is that you often will be looking at ideal gases simply because they are easier to analyze. Now that sums up the fundamental branch. The applications branch of the course is much smaller since you now have the fundamentals to evaluate your system. We will now focus on cycles. How are all these properties working together in a useful arrangement? Think of a power plant. How are we able to use heat and steam in order to do work? That's essentially what this section is about. 
you'll learn the vapor power cycle, such as the Rankine cycle, gas power cycles, such as auto or diesel cycles, and refrigeration cycles. All of these cycles, are you sick of the word cycles yet, are just different ways to harvest work from energy. We choose which one we want based on the outcome. Vapor power cycles are often used with power plants, gas power cycles are used in jet engines, and refrigeration cycles are used with, well, refrigerators or heaters. Now you know what you'd encounter when studying thermodynamics at UCF. You're seeing how to describe energy and working systems you see in everyday life. But once again, we ask ourselves, where is this used in aerospace engineering careers? You may have caught what I mentioned a bit ago, but jet engines. We see it in designing a functioning jet engine. Could be a ramjet, a turbofan, or a turboprop. These are all cycles. We want to know how to use work and energy in the system in order to give us thrust. We also use thermodynamics and coolant systems for live rocket engines or for keeping their propellants chilled if cryogenic temperatures are necessary. Thermodynamics sets the foundation for the realm of heat transfer and propulsion as you go further in your aerospace engineering studies. Alas, my friends, it's that time again. We've come to the end of our episode. If you would like to see a summary of what was talked about in this podcast, please check out the infographics that go along with this episode's topic. Also included in the graphic is a textbook from my class, some tips for thermodynamic resources, and my personal recommendations for a better learning experience. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Make sure to check out the rest of this season's library if you're interested in exploring what the aerospace engineering degree at UCF has to offer. See you next time.